0: Thank you for tuning in to another week, another episode of Outside the Box with One. As you know, I'm your host, One, the CEO, and I'm back with a fire segment. I have something real exotic in store for you guys, so I need you to buckle up your seatbelts because you're now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. Now, I know I told you I had something exotic in store. Now, the young man that I'm about to bring on the show today, I met him at an event, and I fell in love with his snake. Yes, I fell in love with his snake. He is Quaylen Dorsey of Wildebeest Exotics. Y'all give it up.
1: How you doing? How you doing, everybody?
0: How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having
0: me. Man, thank you for coming. I have been watching you, and just really paying attention to you since I met you at the TSF event and you let me hold. Now, what kind of snake was that? That was that a- was
1: an albino Burmese python, an adult.
0: <laughs> yes, an adult. And it was so big and long and everyone that saw the pictures and the video footage was like, oh my God, you weren't scared. I'm like, no, I'm actually in
1: love.
0: <laughs> I want one. Yeah,
1: you did that like a champ.
0: <laughs> Man, so tell me how long, first of all, before I jump into the interview, Introduce yourself again and tell us what all you do and what brought you to
1: it. Uh, My name is Quiet Lynn Dorsey, also known as Wildebeest. Uh, I'm an exotic animal breeder uh, and conservationist. So I breed reptiles and uh, different species of uh, snakes, lizards. Um, I will be getting into aquatics here soon, and I'm excited about that. Um, But the main goal is to get people to see that animals and reptiles specifically aren't going to hurt you, and they're not out to just get you and eat you and bite you.
0: Now, what was your inspiration behind becoming a wildlife conservationist? Steve Irwin. Okay. That
1: was one of my, man, when I locked in and just started watching him and how he would interact with these animals and the love that he has for the animals and just his whole mission just transformed my life. And it grabbed me. And um, I just wanted to pursue it.
0: Now, how long have you been pursuing?
1: I will say I officially about five years. Um, uh, Before that, I used to just go around my house (laughs) in the backyard and go find snakes roaming around and anything I can get my hands on. So you never was
0: scared. You was just a little deer just picking up stuff and bringing it home.
1: Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) man, I bet
0: that was an interesting child. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My
1: mother... Shouts out, Ma. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, now, where are you originally from?
1: I'm from Houston. Oh,
0: you're from Houston. I'm
1: from okay. Houston. Born and raised.
0: Now, for those that don't know, I actually have a behind-the-scenes look at you and wildlife. Let's check it out. Now since I started following you I noticed I'm I'm beginning to actually recognize your pets. Now you've had several of them in music videos. What how how did that come about?
1: Um I just have a couple friends, um uh, well-known artists around the city. Um they f- started following me and was interested about coming and learning about the animals and things that I do. Which was actually surprised me to begin with, because at first I thought you know they're just hitting me up for a music video, have an animal out, but it, they were actually intrigued by the animals and wanted mm-hmm. to know more um, so we just get bonded with some of the local artists out here, and they asked me to bring out some a couple different snakes and stuff like that. so I think the artists in the city are definitely bonding with the animals, and you'll see some more here to come
0: <laughs> now, you say that you've been doing this for a for some years now what was your aha moment that you decided to turn that into somewhat of a career field where you can call yourself a wildlife conservationist
1: I would say at the very very beginning when I realized streaming was a actual thing and people were getting paid and actually making a living from streaming so You know, some friends of mine, I'm not a big social media person. I'm I'm still getting used to it. Um, They opened my eyes and just showed me some different people with some different platforms on how they branded themselves. And I kind of just took a blueprint off of that and took it upon myself to just go after it.
0: Now, I also noticed you're very open about it. You're a family man. And so, and your wife, is she just as into the animals as you are? Or was that something that you just... That she just supports you in.
1: When we met, not so much at all. I mean, the cute and cuddly stuff, of course. But reptiles, absolute no. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like, brought a wait. Little, Oh man. Um, I brought a little bitty snake into the house to kind of test, you know, where she stood on it. And um she wanted to burn the house down. She didn't want to come home. She stood
0: way over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she thought the snake was gonna get out and kill her. And Um, All of that stuff. But over the years, she's definitely taken a liking and um, taken that step further to educate herself and get hands-on with these animals. And now she has the same love and devotion that I do.
0: That's beautiful. Now, once you started making this a lifestyle, because it has to be a lifestyle. I mean, at home has to be your own personal zoo. How did that change the course of your decisions, like your day-to-day life?
1: It definitely restricts me from going out for extended periods of time I can't vacation like I want to I can't you know leave the city for longer than a day because I do have dogs also Mm -hmm. so you know definitely just making sure I have sitters and people there to support the animals while I'm not there Um, my wife has actually helped with a good deal of load of that so that's that's the biggest thing and making sure that I give them the proper time that I have and they take up a good amount of time um, you want the, to train your animals the proper way so that they're easy to manage and easy going. So when I present these animals to people, you know, it's it's a likable experience.
0: Now, I went through and I saw that you have, uh, I mean, you have, what's the word I want to use? Uh, experience with many animals. Uh, I mean, you just t- kind of touch, touch upon them all. And I noticed that you said you also breed reptiles, but... Even though you breed those animals, you work with other animals as well. That's right. So are you working, do you have, like, uh, is there a specific area where people can go to to see your animals? Or is it appointment, uh, appointment only? Like, how does that work?
1: So I do have, um, you can reach out to me via Instagram or whatever platform um, and uh, make a special appointment with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have future plans to have a location set up for everyone to come and enjoy everything that they can come see. And- Really get the hands-on that I get, right. and um, I really want to give that to the public. So
0: that would be so dope. Oh, I man. could just see it being so big. It's
1: gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just, I just see so much happening because I know how I gravitated to you. I was like in your DMs, how much does this cost?
1: Yeah. Now for what sure. I got to
0: do? my only dilemma is that I travel so much, and you with pets, pets are like children. Mm-hmm. You have to have care for them when you're traveling, and I'm like. My travel schedule just won't let me be great.
1: The good thing is, you know me, and uh, we can work that out, you know. We'll work <laughs> it out. Maybe
0: I can just bring the baby and drop it off and be like, I'll be back. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, we can work something <laughs> out like that. All <laughs> right,
0: now I actually have a few uh, behind-the-scenes shots, but do you have a support team? Like, is there a team of people that work with you? Is it just you and your wife? How You know, how does that work out?
1: I have an internal team as far as, you know, s- someone to look over my finances as as well as me um I do have a couple photographers that I work with locally and videographers um but as far as most of it with printing my shirts you know I do have merch line coming soon um I do I, I just I wanted to have the thought To wear my own stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, make that happen.
0: I can definitely see your logo (laughs) on some merch.
1: Oh, for sure. It's Mm -hmm. really cool.
0: Make sure I'm a size medium.
1: (laughs) I got you. Um, Had
0: to slide that in there.
1: For sure. I got you. No problem.
0: Now, I actually have a few shots behind the scenes. Let's take a look here. Look at you. I bet that's an exciting experience.
1: Oh, yes, man. There's nothing like being and holding a... um, Being around and experiencing the joy it is to... with big cats and primates and just animals that you don't get to see on the day-to-day i love it
0: now are those animals uh like the monkeys are they easy to train
1: it's really up to them you know um i would say yes if from babies nurturing primates from babies is definitely a easy experience if so be it the animal um in my experience it's just about time and love if you genuinely care and um you genuinely there for the animals they will reciprocate the same thing um
0: not actually um the pictures they say pictures say a thousand words <laughs> but videos say a million i actually have a few monkey kisses behind the scenes let's see No, so you try to kiss me
1: okay mm-hmm. i want to put it on okay I do even get down with you.
0: Now, who is that?
1: That's yeah. Um His house is in ZBWF, Miami, mm-hmm. which is a wildlife foundation sanctuary out in Miami. Um, it's owned by Mario. Um, he's one of my good friends and also a supporter of mine throughout this career endeavor um Limbani he has about a million followers on instagram so be sure to go check him out um and he has a amazing life and i love him being a part of his life and being able to experience the chimp life Mm -hmm.
0: now on your now your exotic reptiles and lizards can you tell me a little bit about that like what is the process behind that how long does it take If someone come to you right now and say okay i want um, a Burmese Python,
1: okay,
0: and how how would I go about that?
1: So depending on what you want to produce, you would make sure that the two pairs of s- snakes that you have have the genetics that mm-hmm. are carrying the genetics that you want to breed. So once you accomplish having a successful male and female pair, then you would raise them up for a couple years and get them nice and ready for size. Um, Because that's really what dictates how many babies you have because they're Mm egg-bearing animals. So you want to have them a nice size. Um, Then after a couple years, you want to pair them up. And at at that point, it's really up to you as a keeper and how Mm -hmm. good your husbandry has been and how good you have been reading the animals. Then you'll notice the snakes begin to lock at the end of their tails. And when that lock, that's the sexual process that is needed for reproduction. Once you witness a couple locks within a couple of different weeks, you'll have to wait, depending on the species, about six months in an incubator. Uh, you <laughs> Then you the snakes would lay. Uh, there's non-oviparous and oviparous animals, meaning some snakes give live birth and some are eggs. So after the snakes lay their eggs, you want to gather the eggs and put it in an incubator, which is a controlled environment Mm -hmm. and snakes that are live bearing you know once their babies are out and alive and functioning all over the cage you want to just pick them up and separate them and make sure they're all healthy and eating and all well
0: oh man that sounds like a lot of work
1: (laughs) it is and it's not
0: like a one two three either like you really have to put that order in let me see oh yeah i might have to get my order in just for (laughs) 2022 2023 Okay, now, actually, I had some more um, behind-the-scenes uh, imagery of you as well. Now, what type of lizard is that?
1: This is what a panther chameleon. A
0: panther chameleon. Yes, ma'am. Does this it ch- is one change of colors?
1: Yes. It's the most colorful chameleon species there are, and they get massive. Mm. So that, they're well-known for their colors and their size.
0: Yeah, and what is that?
1: That is an Asian water monitor, mm-hmm. and his name is Drogo. His house is currently at Houston Interactive Aquarium, Um, and he's also, he's called a black dragon because that's a melanistic phase of Asian water monitor. They come in a a bunch of different colors and patterns, and this is just a lack of color, Mm -hmm. rather.
0: Now, you do have pets that are currently available for sale, correct? Yes,
1: I have some um, different snake species that are for sale. Um, I will be currently having a, a couple different lizard species up for sale. That I'll, I, my website is under construction, but it will be up by the end of the year. I promise you guys. So
0: sure, we're gonna keep an eye out for that. Now, if someone um, wants to purchase, they can just go to your Instagram, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, we're gonna. That's that's uh, Wildebeest underscore Texas. Y'all be sure y'all hit them in the DMs and find out. How to purchase one of
1: those.
0: Slide on in. Yeah, slide on in. Now, um, what are some who are some of the artists that you've had a chance to work with behind the scenes?
1: I've worked with D Flowers, Mr. Naturally. Okay, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really what resonated with him is, you know, he, he called me one day and um he was really interested in the animals. Like I said, he didn't even at first didn't even approach me about purchasing an animal or putting it in a music video he wanted to actually give respect to the animals and what i do Mm -hmm. um so after you know a couple weeks of just message exchange Mm -hmm. um i I met him out in public and um he gave me some love and i gave him some love so that was awesome um you know sauce walker and tsf family had me out out there for an album release party. That's where we met. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was awesome. I met a whole bunch of people out there. Yeah. Um, w- mm, I would say Kel Genesis is another one of them. Kel Genesis, you know, I've our relationship, I didn't even know he was a rapper to begin with. Um, he was just a tall guy I ran into at Smoothie King, and mm-hmm. I had a fox with me. Um, the owner of the smoothie King was kind enough to let me in with my Fox and I was just chilling, you know, drinking a smoothie, a w- Fox, a Fox, a real Fox, <laughs> a real Fox. Okay. So he walks in with his daughter and he immediately like his, what is that? Is that a Fox? And, um, so we immediately exchanged numbers and have been friends ever since, um, I would say one shot, one shot Louis Bravo out there. You know, Mm -hmm. we got some work coming in and some collab work going on. So, you know, I'm interested to see that list grow.
0: (laughs) Now, what advice could you give someone else that is looking to venture off into being an exotic conservationist?
1: I would say the biggest thing is just to remain solid to your beliefs with the animals. Um, In the industry... There's a lot of people that, you know, do it for the clout or do it for the imagery, but um, it really shows when you actually have the real passion and love behind what you do. And when it comes to the conservation side of things, that's all it's about, you know, putting your love into these organizations that are putting it back into the world and for the animals to create a better place for them and us because, if we love animals and we give them the love, then we as humans live better and share a peaceful planet.
0: I love that. I love that. Now, the year is definitely coming to a close. What do we have to look forward to from Wildebeest Exotics coming in 2022?
1: Ooh. um
0: speaking into existence.
1: <laughs> I will say I do have some partnerships that – are going to be pretty big and are involved in some pretty big names so i'm excited for that i'm excited to drop a couple of my snake clutches because i don't really know what to expect Mm -hmm. Um, this one was kind of just an experimental program and it worked so i'm looking forward to that i have uh, some underwater excursions and video and content a lot of content to put out with uh nick the wrangler also so me and nick have been hanging out for the last couple weeks um and we've created some good content for you guys and um i'm we're just gonna rock and roll and get bigger and better
0: i love it i love it so tell i remind our viewers again where <laughs> they can find you on instagram that's <laughs> wildebeest underscore Texas That's TX Y'all make sure Y'all find him Y'all follow him Get at (laughs) him And while I have Your attention I want to remind you That we are on Multiple platforms Every Wednesday At 7 o'clock p.m. You can find us on Himalaya iTunes Anchor Spotify Spreaker Stitcher Google YouTube SoundCloud Radio Public I mean we are everywhere You can also find us On Thursdays At 7 p.m. On A-Star TV (laughs) And while I have your attention I want you to go ahead on over to our youtube page outside the box with one make sure you hit that subscribe button and click that bell notification so that you can be notified when we drop new content we have something new for you every wednesday every week tell a friend to tell a friend to follow the movement and i want to thank you again Quaylen, for coming and letting me get all in your business
1: yes ma'am thank you and i
0: will be booking me a photo shoot with some of those exotic oh yes
1: ma'am let's get it let's get it let's get it
0: (laughs) so there you have it we see you guys next week same time same place i'm your host one the ceo and you are outside the box